episode 43 has escaped the jungle. On it, we analyze the numbers, get stuck on an island, and hunt a fleeing playthrough review of Raptor. Tabcast episode 43. I am Fred. I'm joined once again by my wife. Nicole. And Nicole. What are you doing? I'm just going to ask you a question. What? What's that? What's your favorite dinosaur? It's not Barney. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hey-oh. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. What I is it? I don't really have a favorite. Come on. I like that one with the spiny back What's thing. it called? I don't know. Is it the Stegosaurus? Is it the Stegodon? What? What's oh, it? I burped. Oh my God, that's disgusting. <laughs> that was a lot of air. Well, what is it? I, I don't know. Is that what it's called? Stegosaurus? I think so. Maybe. What's a Stegodon? I don't know. Donosaurus? Stegodon. Is that a real thing? I've never even heard of that. I think you're making it up. I think it's where steaks come from. The Stegodon. Mm, no, the Stegodon steak. is a real one. What's it look like? It's so cool. You gotta describe it. <clears throat> um, it has a really long, short neck. Well, there's a lot of models that are based on it. So that whenever I looked at images of a stegodon, <laughs> I got all these miniatures <laughs> with like orcs on its back and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's made up then. No, it's not. It, it says is. it says it, it actually has information about the stegodon. What it's is sort it? of an elephant. Well, I don't want an elephant. What? I want the one with the spiny, with the with the big plates along the its back. Stegosaurus? I think that's what it is. Is it? I don't know. Stegosaurus. That's the one. <laughs> you don't know. It's really cool. Like, what, what kind of creature has <clears throat> weird spiny bits on its back? Like, what purpose do they serve? It's uh, such a mystery. It was armor. It was armor. Uh, armor? Fossils. Armors. Uh, the fossils were dated to the late Jurassic period between 155 and 150 million years ago. It seems like armor that would in, really get is, in the this way. This is funny. In the Western United States and where else? This is crazy. I don't know. Portugal. Weird. <laughs> right? That's the only places they've been found right now. Huh. Yep. It just seems like a silly kind of armor, but it's really fun looking. Well, I mean, if something tries to bite you really hard on the back like it, and, and it gets a mouthful of spine... Instead, yeah. Instead of your actual backbone, it hits this plate, right? And if it bites you on the side, it didn't really get a good hold of you. Yeah, that's true. You know, but if you're like, you know, sideways in the wind, it's gonna blow you over. Not this one. He's got thick legs. I can see it. <laughs> the big tail. Trunk. So, what's your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> okay, mine. <clears throat> even though Missouri has Mastodon uh, State Park, complete with bones damaged by primitive Missourians. That are about ten to fourteen thousand years old. Mm-hmm. Even though we have that, I'm going to go with the official Missouri original, only found here. The ship, it's the Hipshibima. Hipshibima, mm-hmm. uh, Missouri Anesis. That's that's my favorite. 
It was a right. serrated tooth duck-billed creature from the Cre- <laughs> Cretaceous period, about 75 million years ago, 35 feet long, weighing up to four tons. Oh, my It looks like a big humpbacked lizard that has sort of a cow skull with a downward-angled sort of duck bill. And the remains were found uh, near Glen Allen, Missouri, which is sort of the southeast corner, in 1942. Is it like, is it resemble a platypus or something? No, I mean, it, it looks more like your, your stegosaurus. Remove the spines and add a duck bill with a wider sort of head in front. Like I said, like a cow-like skull. Right. So a wider kind of head in front. Weird. And a duck bill. Weird. With teeth. <laughs> I don't think that was your favorite before you looked up what lived in Missouri. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Because it is my favorite now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. Well, I think that's cool. Missouri has its own dinosaur. Sure. There, in your face. I've been <laughs> faced. I know. <laughs> uh, but we'll talk more about dinosaurs later on in the show. Oh, Let's good. just get to uh, <laughs> enough about that. Let's hear uh, what got played. We like to game with gods. We like to game with dice. So this is what we say. But when the chips were gone and the sun came up, hey, let's see what got played. All right, Nicole. Yes, Fred. I'm going to let you talk about this first one. I don't want to. Why? Because I'm not good at describing games that sound like a moron. So but this this was like your favorite game, I think, that we played at Gen Con. Which is why I do not want to do the disservice of explaining the game myself. It's real simple. It's, this game's Clank. Right. Clank. It's Clank. It's a dungeon-crawling, deck-building... Push-your-luck. Push-your-luck, butt-kicking game. Right. Feels a lot like Dungeon Quest, though, doesn't it? I had fun. Well, why would it feel like Dungeon Quest? I don't know, because you go into the I'm dungeon. I'm going to nudge you. <laughs> I never. I don't remember playing Dungeon Quest. You keep insisting that I played it. And I don't remember oh, you it. did. You I did. I don't remember it. You went down. <laughs> Dungeon Quest is the one where you have four corners that you can start in, and it's sort of a castle keep looking thing. And there's a whole grid of squares that are that are not defined in any way. And you draw from a tile bag and put tiles down as you venture into each room, trying to get to the middle where there's like a dragon's room that is is uh, revealed at the front of the game. Well, this wasn't like that at all. And you smash, you end up smashing through like a trap door and end up stuck in the labyrinth. <laughs> Wasn't it like my second turn or something? Yes. So I didn't even really and, play and that game. And you ended up stuck in the labyrinth and you still traveled the labyrinth all the way up to the, to the dragons, right by the dragon's uh, room. And you popped up out of the ground and died in the first room, room that you came out in. So I didn't really play that game. Yeah, you did. That's how the game feels to play. Hmm. No, I didn't. Feel, I don't think it felt like that at all. I think it feels a little bit like that well, you're because weird. it seems really easy to die in this game. Well, no, we didn't. Mm. Well, nobody, nobody officially <laughs> died, did they? Okay, did well, that let... one guy die? Yeah. Okay, one guy died out of four. That, okay, one well, out of four ain't bad. This game features a mapped board depicting an above ground section and right. a below ground section, and it's drawn out like a map. And not like a grid. It's like has like little pathways to each of these little spots that kind of go down into the ground. And during your turn, you draw cards from your deck and use uh, two resources that generate. There's either a money resource or a sword resource that gets generated by your cards. And these allow you to purchase additional cards and defeat monsters, which gets you points towards the end of the game. Wasn't there movement on them too? Or was it specific ones had movement? Um, usually you could move like the space. I think it, what was it? You could move automatically... You could Maybe move it like, did movement, too. I think you could move, like, one space, but then some of them required more than that, so you had to have additional movement cards right. as well. Right, right. Now, <laughs> you must play all the cards in your hand that you draw, 
on that turn. Right. Um, that's, this includes the cards that produce this other trait that you can produce called Clank. Right, and which was bad. This is as you move about through the dungeon, you're you're sort of bumbling around, and whenever you generate this this clank, a cube of your color gets placed into this dragon bag, and the bag is full of black cubes at the start, and all the other player colors are, are colors other than black, and you place those in. Uh, now, there's these certain. Uh, I think clank's probably the coolest part of this game. To yeah. Be honest. Because it leads to this thing where sometimes uh, whenever you draw a replacement card to put into the into the uh, market, because there's a market of cards that are available for purchase every turn, and those are random, so there's not neat little piles like Dominion. You get a random stack, and it all becomes a market of like eight cards or something like that. Now, mm-hmm. whenever you go to draw a new card out to, to replace a card that was purchased, if it has a dragon symbol on it, that means the dragon attacks. And attacks basically by drawing cards or drawing cubes out of the dragon bag. And whatever cube comes up, black ones attack no one. But if your cube comes up, you get attacked by the dragon. Right. And you lose hit points because you there's do a have a track point of hit track point. There's a hit point track that for you. But then there's like a dragon <laughs> track too. So you know how right. many cubes to uh, pull out. Right. And uh, so you play cards to travel past these monsters. And monsters inhabit, like don't really inhabit the rooms, but they're available to defeat in that market, as well as all of the other, uh, all the stuff you could purchase right. are available in there. And as you travel deeper into these rooms, you eventually come to these artifacts. And if you have an art, artifacts are worth victory points at the end of the game. And the, they're set, they're preset at the start of the game. You can see where the 5.1 is, where Which the 7.1 is. Which is really close. Is. The, the lesser right. points are closer to the start of the whole dungeon. Right. And if you really go deep down, then you can get the really expensive treasures. Yeah, there's like treasures. a 20.1 or something like there's that, There's like a right? 25, I thought. Right. Yeah. Now, <laughs> the, the board is, is split between two parts. There's a, there's an above ground and a below ground, and this is how this is why this is important. If you die above ground, you get all the points for all the stuff you are carrying. Right. If you die below ground, you get nothing. Right. So but if going, you escape completely, you get all your points plus a bonus. You get a twenty point bonus if Which, you escape the dungeon with an artifact. Yeah. So or no, actually, it's just leaving. You get twenty points. Yeah, just leaving. <laughs> so there's different ways you can look at this. Now, the it doesn't reason, even matter if you're the first one or not. Basically, the player with the most gold plus victory points at the end will win this game. Right. Now, the reason I say it's like Dungeon Quest is this. After, after a certain amount of turns, the dragon is going to become so enraged because his little rage meter goes up every time he comes out and activates. And when he gets to his maximum and someone's left the dungeon, all of a sudden this little timer track starts going off and the dragon start, starts doing more, is doing the maximum amount of hit points every turn because of the rage, you know, or whatever. He's drawing the maximum number of cubes. And he starts hitting people every single turn eventually. Right. So it becomes like this death timer. I mean, you're going to, you're going to die if you wait too long after the first person exits. So, I mean, I guess if everyone really pushed down really deep into this dungeon, you could potentially, you know, get really high mark things. But, of course, I, I say it's like Dungeon Quest because of this. I ran to the first artifact, and I ran right back out as fast as I could. Yeah. And then there, there was another fellow who ran right behind me, and he grabbed the second deepest artifact and started running back and died. And you barely made it above ground again. You didn't get I think you got one artifact, but you didn't make it above ground. And the other guy, I don't think, even made it above ground. So I he got zero. Yeah. And that's how the game ended. 
Yeah. Well, he... and it was a shortened game, too, because we were playing it at, at Gen Con on one of their little high tables. Right. So they give us a shortened version of it. <clears throat> well, I mean, bottom line is, is we would we would have purchased this game. Yeah, I was ready to had purchase had it, but they didn't have any. They were already sold out. Yeah. It was a fun little push-your-luck game. I think it's a, it's that light, you know... I wouldn't say there's too much stab your neighbor. There's a little bit of, like, steal gold from this person or add clank to, a, you know, of the player's color of your choice. Which we hesitated, I bag. think, to do that a little bit because we didn't know these people and <laughs> we didn't want to be too evil. Well, I mean, I ended up winning the game by running in and running out, which yeah, is the best strategy, the mind you. Mind you, that's the most winning strategy to Dungeon Quest because it's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> you run in, grab gold. The first amount of gold you get, you leave because anybody who ventures ventures past the first gold hoard is going to end up dead. Yeah, you got kind of lucky in the beginning. Anyway, though, you were able to travel really far, really fast, and I was like stuck a couple rounds at the beginning. I was the first person to make it down below. Yeah, I, I couldn't I got get the, anywhere for some reason. I got access to that first artifact really early. Yeah. I got access to nothing. And at that, at so. that point, I was just like, I'm going to use cards to buy victory point cards and just get out of here. Yeah. And that's Which how I ended did. up winning. So that's a, that's one game we played. Yeah. And and seriously, that's one that when it's available, I'm going to go ahead and purchase. <laughs> right. So. Hopefully. So there you go. Do you know when it's coming out? Did you look? I think it's October, something like that. Stupid October. Everything's in October. Oh, yeah? Well, yell at October. October. <laughs> October. <laughs> okay. The uh, Another game. <laughs> <laughs> Another game that we played, I played. You played. I did not. Now play. I didn't finish this game because no. it, it was not my type of game. It wasn't my type of game either. <clears throat> we had this thing about when we were at Gen Con. We had this thing where somebody said, "Hey, do you guys want to play a game?" We'd just say yes. Right, because you know you never know what you might be missing out on, or right. And if someone's know. like like wanting you to do it, then just do it. Just do it. So they we ask, just, say yes. I was walking by this table, and this guy said, "Hey, you want to play a game?" And I look on the table. And there's a bunch of little plastic kittens all over the center of the table. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Nicole, are you going to get out of this? And you're like, no. <laughs> the table was already full. Right. There were four people. I couldn't. And so it was this game called Here Kitty Kitty. I think that's what the name of it is. You were going to have me play instead of you, which oh, is a yeah. bad move. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, it's, it's sort of like kittens in a blender. No, it wasn't. Anything like kittens in a blender. Kittens in a blender is fun. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kittens in a blender, there's three places for a kitten to exist. Same thing in here, kitty, kitty. Okay, kittens in a blender, they're either in the box, they're in the uh, blender, or they're on the counter. Right. Okay, this is the same thing. They're either in the center, they're in your yard, or they're in your house. Right. And you're trying to get them in your house, because in your house No, they're on your, in the yard on the porch or in your house. I think you have to get them in the yard, too. So there's four places they could be. Oh, what? well, that's a huge upgrade. That is a huge upgrade. I know, I know. And there I was like that. real plastic kittens. <clears throat> they, there are real plastic kittens, and they're of, uh, of three different colors. There's orange, white, and black kittens. And I didn't understand the difference in the colors. Uh, there were some bonus cards that pertain to having, like, all of the different colors in your house and stuff like that that mm. you get. Uh, you do have a hand of cards, and you're playing cards to move kittens around from the center and into your hand and drawing more cards. And, and it's, you know, cards come out randomly. You're not assigned, like, a pile or a stack or any kind of deck at the start. Um, you There's a bunch of bonuses there are that, that score these things. I mean, you're trying to get them in. There's a lot of stabby stuff going on where people are stealing cats out of your house, mm -hmm. you know, making them run back out to your yard or taking them from their your yard and putting them in their yard, et cetera, you know? Uh, they had bonuses set up for the one who had the most of one color, the uh, sets of three, 
also uh, card play would determine where cats go uh, and would snub and steal from your neighbors. A simpler game uh, that would be a decent, sort of a simpler game that would be a decent filler for, like a, I guess, a cat lover because they don't do anything See, mean to cats. Well, that's true, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, specifically one who probably dreams of having like 20 cats in their living room. So, Angela, <laughs> this game is for you. There you go. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, you know, it seemed just a smidgen bit too complicated for as simple as the game should have been. Like watching a game, I should be able to catch on no problem if it's, you know, a, a filler game. Right. And that one, I was still sitting here going, wait a minute, what's going on? Well, I think that... That guy didn't explain it The one thing well, I, I'll think about it is I'm like, well, well who's your target audience? People who want to, like, snuggle with kittens. Okay. Do those people, are those the same people who want to stab each other in the back? No. <laughs> steal from each other and be mean to each other? Well, sometimes. Well, I mean, I that's the kittens. game. The game is be mean to each other to get the most cats. Right. I don't know if that fits together or not. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. I played, like, two rounds of it, and truthfully, full disclosure, the, the other players were messing up their turns and make, and retroactively playing stuff, and I was like, why did I say yes to this game that I didn't really want to play? And because now people... you always say yes. We would not have known <laughs> now, about uh, that game. And now people are messing up their turns. I'm out. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> I, the, I mean, I, I might the guy have... running the game take back over my position. Initially, I may have wanted to buy that game because I like kittens. Right. Kittens are adorable. adorable. Well, I, I got out of it before anybody else did by handing my cards to the guy who had handed me his cards mm-hmm. in the first place the guy running the game and said here you can take back over again thanks a lot well it was taking too long for for what it was it's it was so light forever. and these guys were overthinking oh every my gosh, single yeah. bit of it you're right so i was like get me out of here mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just how it works so eh. <clears throat> we give I, i'm not here, gonna buy kitty, that kitty kitty uh eh. i'm not gonna buy that maybe <laughs> somebody's younger daughter would like that game if they want to stab if they want to fight over who gets the most kittens yeah <laughs> eh. All right, last game that we're going to talk about here today on What Got Played. Game of 49, Nicole. Okay, now that was a weird purchase. Yeah? That was, uh, we'd been shopping like the last, (laughs) we we get to Gen Con. Right. We are there for like two hours where we actually get to go into the uh, marketplace. Right. We rush around at the last five minutes and don't end up buying anything. We haven't brought any games with us. Now we described this in our Gen Con wrap-up about how they have this announcement that, that causes this sort of, fever that makes you feel like you have to buy something now right when but they start didn't... announcing that this store is going to close in you know this giant game store is going to close in one hour you start going oh my god one oh my hour. god i have to buy they give something you like i gotta 10 buy minutes something. no it was like 30 minutes yeah but you, they do a 30 and then they do a 15 and then they do like a five and, and you're just frantic by five minutes you're like oh my god i'm gonna lose i'm gonna lose and you're like what are you losing <laughs> well i lost my mind <laughs> Right. Because, okay, so then we got some food, and you dumped ketchup on yourself. Did I? Yes. You had ketchup on your pants. We go back to the hotel room so that you can change pants and discover the only other pants you have. Mind you, don't think that I'm sitting next to a table dumping ketchup on myself. I was driving the car. car. Right. Dumping ketchup. And it it didn't dump. In fact, I had, this is what's so weird, is I had the burger, I had a hamburger, And I had the back of, like, I had, like, a paper wrapping around the hamburger, and I was like, I'm doing so good. No ketchup's coming out. And somehow that ketchup found that little crack, you know? Yes, and it ended up in your lap. So anyhow, we get back to the (laughs) hotel. You discover you have no other pants except for your swim trunks. I could have swore I I loaded another pair of shorts on. did not. So we end up going to Target. Right. At Target, we buy you a new pair of shorts. 
as I well st- I as like them. they're good. I still have the fever, so now we have to buy a game. Oh, she was at the toy aisle, basically like you know, at the board game aisle, saying, "Pick one right now. I'm buying it. Pick one. Pick yeah. one. I want to play a game tonight. Pick one." Right. And we didn't bring any games. No, we were crazy. I don't know what we were thinking. Well, I was thinking that we would pick them up at the convention, but not that night. No. So we bought that game of forty nine. Game of forty nine. Uh, now, the reason I got this is because that uh, Dan King, the Gam- Game Boy Geek, has absolutely, like, overly recommended this, I think, at this point. And we actually caught sight of him playing a celebrity, pseudo-celebrity or whatever version of this game at the Game of 49. Yeah, booth. they had, like, a little, uh, a, you know, guys up on stage playing the game, all the people in the audience right. watched version. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was weird. Yep. Uh, but uh, this is a... This is sort of a, a game with a classic sensibility. I mean, there's there's not much theme in here. There's very little. No, as it's in not none. themed. No, it's just a game. Oh yeah. Uh, this is a game that you could easily play with your family. Uh, at its core, it's a money management game. Uh, each round, the current player draws the top card of their deck. Was that a mosquito? That's not a mosquito. That's a gnat. <laughs> okay, Why do we have more. a gnat? I don't know. Each round, the current player draws the top card from the deck of cards, and this will reveal the number that relates to a gridded board space on the act- on this, like, it looks like a giant bingo card. Right. Is what it looks like. And uh, it also tells what the minimum bid amount is to try to claim this space. And so the player who drew the card chooses whether or not to bid on the space, and then the player to the left does the same, and it continues around the table until everyone passes except for the highest bid, and that highest bid wins the space. The money's returned to the bank, and the winning player puts a disc of their color, a little plastic see-through disc of their color, on the space. Um, So then, every so often, a wild card will come out and be drawn from the deck. And after the the bidding, uh, all players will receive $7 for each space they control on the board. And the first person to have four spaces in a row on on the grid of spaces, and this is orthogonally and diagonally, will win the game. And that's what we played. Right. And I thought it worked pretty good as a two-player game. We played, it did. We played two hands of it, didn't it? Or just, just two one? or three. Right? No, we played two or three. <clears throat> I thought it worked pretty well. we well. watched the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> the opening so, ceremony snooze fest. Yeah, it was boring. But, <laughs> no, I liked the game, though. I thought, it was, I thought it was a good time. I'd like to play it with more people. I think that'd be a good one to take to uh, Thanksgiving, except that'll be here. So we'll take it to Christmas. Right. Now, this this sounds kind of boring or whatever, but it's it's not. I it's, mean, it's not. It's like... It plays really solid. It reminds me of... Uh, bingo with a pulse. Oh. Although I love bingo, so I can't talk down on it. <laughs> bingo with a pulse. I don't know. It just reminds me of one of those classic games you would play. Right. Something, something like... Uh, I, when I say classic in this sense, I probably mean something from earlier than 1980. Yeah. It would be it would be one of those games Like that, it wouldn't shock me to find out that this game originated in like nineteen sixty four or something. Right. Right. Yeah. That wouldn't bother, that wouldn't shock me a bit. Right, but that doesn't mean this is a bad game. No, it's, it's, it's a pretty great solid. Game. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Played really smooth. It didn't you just you are doing it it's a big bidding game. So you're gonna be mad at each other and, and have like these tough your tough decision is going to be, is that space worth that amount of money? Do I wanna keep trying to get that you know, or is does that limit all my options to get four in a row, or is that gonna? I mean, it really l- adds a lot of strategy to it, right? Yeah, it's fun. Bingo with strategy. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Game of Forty Nine. I recommend yeah, it. Yeah, I do too. I liked it. I, had I a recommend lot of fun it for something. It, this is this is another good example, like diamonds, of a game 
that you could take into your Thanksgiving day or Christmas day and no one's going to, you know, someone will say, oh, well, you play board games. We, you know, the, can we even play your kind of games? And you're like, sure, here's the game of 49. He says that like everyone we know is so snotty, but they actually do that to us. So, yes, you know. they do that. They say, is this game, can we even play this game? I mean, really? <laughs> and, and this is the kind of game that no one's going to go, well, I can't play that game. This yeah. has too many rules. This, they're not going to say that. This no. is very accessible and, and a really solid, really solid title yep. for sure. Okay. All right. Well, that's what got played. Woo-hoo. Uh, now, recently, I, uh, <laughs> I asked a, a question on our uh, guild, and that means that I had uh, some peak, peaked interests. <laughs> Whew. Wow. Would you look at that? Magnificent. Here are some peaked interests. All right, so this is uh, after after I think listening listener Brendan is that is the one who prompted me to do this. Uh, he he mentioned that we had mentioned deserted island games. That would be one of my deserted island games in another episode, and he would he thought that that would make a good peaked interest, and so did I. So I asked. So here we are. I asked the guild uh, what what would be their top five deserted island games now. I had to throw in some rules. I couldn't just have people do this, <laughs> you know. Well, because I mean, what, what are you going to do? You're going to your whole your whole you know your whole office is now deserted on an island together. No. So I decided <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I added some rules in that you would have a shelter that had a large flat surface because I didn't want people saying, "Oh, well, I would only take this type of game because you can play it on any surface," you know. Right. I said uh, you, this this shelter would block wind because I didn't want people saying I would use this because only because the components are big and chunky, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it would allow a reading light level of light inside. So people <clears throat> wouldn't say I'm going to use this because I, w- I could play it at night around the campfire. I didn't want people doing that either. Uh, you also have a partner on the island to play games with who is the ideal gamer that you prefer to game with. That way you could actually play more than just solo games. Okay. Right. <laughs> Because if I'm alone on a deserted island, the first thing I'm going to think about is playing games by myself. I would probably come up with something like that. (laughs) You know? Yep. Uh, Listener Jeff, he answered the quickest. And he said that his top five, in no particular order, uh, the first two, he said, may be cheating. But there are so many games that you could invent with this first two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like cheating, yes. Right. If you're if you're making a caveat, you're already cheating, so <laughs> No, I don't care. I don't care. His first one was Tenzi. Uh Tenzi is a dice game. You get a big tube of dice when you buy this at the store and you're just rolling as fast as you can to uh get the same number. Nicole and I have played this game before with a thirty sided die and tried to just hit all thirty sides by rolling it as many times as we could. We did that last episode while we were listening to clips. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> what? Oh, I mean. <laughs> we sit and concentrate really hard while right. the clips are We're playing. We're paying a lot of attention. So. <laughs> horrible people. <laughs> Don't I'm sorry. Say that. All right. And, but then he throws in there in, in parentheses and a book on dice games. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> Sounds like cheating, but you know. Sounds like you're going to roll a lot of dice to get a lot of the same numbers or a number of each type a lot. <laughs> or are you going to play craps? I don't know. Or Yahtzee. No, because you won't have a craps board. You'll just have the dice book and the dice. What do you need a a board for? For craps? 
I don't know. You just don't roll sevens or something. Maybe you do want sevens. But you can bet all different types of spaces. I guess you'd have to draw them in the sand. What? (laughs) On the beach, you'd have to draw out a craps board to play craps. You don't do that. You can, because you have to have chips and you have to place bets. No, you don't. Well, you you do bet on it because it's boring otherwise, but... Oh, there's table bets. But there's only two people there. So I'm just betting against you or for you? I know, but I could take all your coconuts. Well, you probably would. I would. I'd take them. I'd drink the milk in front of you. Oh, no. That's so mean. (laughs) And then I'd give you what's left, the dry husk. You don't even like coconut milk. I'd give you the dry husk back. I'd probably learn to love it if I was on a deserted (laughs) island. He then said two packs of playing cards and a book on card games. What kind of playing cards did he say? Um, It just said packs of playing cards. Oh, well, okay. Were you wondering if it was bridge style or poker style no. or if there were brand names, if yeah. there were bicycles or... I always buy the Hoyle cards. I always buy the bicycles. Yeah, you're you're a traitor. No, they're smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Hoyle was my maiden name, so... <laughs> I know, but bicycles, they, they are... Not that I'm any kind of heir slick. to the fortune. Wouldn't that be a kick in the butt if you found out that I was heir to the Hoyle fortune? I would love that. I would love that, too. So. I, I would get a crown that was made out of cards, and I would wear it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but And a book, a book on card games, and okay, you know, that's fine. That's kind of cheating. It's cheating. But... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, he says 504. And I... Now, that I don't consider cheating. He says this one, a... would, yeah, he yeah. Said this one would take a long time to burn out. And I don't know. I mean, I, I've never played it. And, and I know it's like, it's sort of like the foundational version of nine different types of games, like worker placement and, you know, deck building or whatever. There's like these nine variations of this idea. And then you mix all these together. And you, or you mix like three of them together and that makes a game. And the math on it is nine times eight times seven to equal the 504 variations of this game that you could have. That's just how it works. Math. <laughs> so, Boom. I know. I'm, so, I'm still really intrigued by that game, I must say. Right. I just, I know that it's not one for our podcast purposes but that we'll probably get. Here's, here's how I kind of thought about that game right when it first came out. I, I looked at it and I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. And then I was like, but what if I hate all nine games and I'm just mixing all nine of these really uninspired versions of these games together to try to make something special and it just doesn't ever feel special because I hate all nine games that are in there. I don't know. I think it still sounds interesting. <laughs> it just it makes me feel like nine average games doesn't make a good game. Well, we buy one average game and I, I mean, I'll for take the same it. price. Okay. So... So you, you'll take the gamble. I, I would take the gamble, You would yeah. take that gamble right out of the gate. Yes. Weird. I would rather have nine, trying it? nine shots at a good game than one shot at a good game. Or a sure thing. Well, maybe. <laughs> 504. Maybe he's played it. Maybe he likes it. I, I'm still intrigued. I still want to play it. All right. Fields of Arl. I still is... want to play that one, too. Right. Now, this is Agricola for two, please. <laughs> No? Well, Agricola is Agricola for two if you play two-player. <laughs> right. I, I think it's probably a decent choice. It sounds neat. It's on my on my future list of I need something to fill up $50 or $60 of a cool <laughs> stuff order. <laughs> I guess that doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> I guess I, I'm sure if it was like, I'm sure it's it's one of those games that I honestly, everyday cool stuff in Miniature Market put stuff on sale, and I guarantee if they put this on sale above what the normal discount is, it would sell out every in like single time. Like a minute time. and a half. You yeah. know, this is one that's on a lot of people's to buy and to playlist. I think it's probably a decent choice. Yeah. 
Uh, and ca- it's not cheating. <laughs> <clears throat> totally not just cheating. Just kidding. Just kidding. Totally not cheating. Keep listening. We love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally not cheating. All right. Last, number five on his list was Castles of Burgundy. Oh, God. That's now, so I like good. this. This is a good game. I love that game. I think this or Trajan's probably Feld's best game. Trajan's uh, it, really cool. Mm, there's a lot of good Feld games, though. But this one, so. I think, I think I, this one gets my nod because Trajan, a lot of times I felt like, well, I really can't do much on this turn, but I can just kind of add some help in the next turn. Whereas I, good. It, it felt like it, it felt like Burgundy, I always had something that was pretty fruitful I could yeah, do. Yeah, I want to play that again. Right. <laughs> so next, uh, listener Rodney weighed in. Uh, he said, "I Did like he the." Cheat? He said, "Well, it's here. <laughs> I like the idea of two decks of cards." Doggone it! He got Nicole's book, or the Hoyle book. Hey, <laughs> I like <laughs> it would, already. It would take a while to get through all those card games. Now, I would be impressed if you could. <laughs> quite honest yeah oh yeah because i wonder how many times you would read those rules on like the next game and go oh it's just like the other five games only you draw every other turn <laughs> i wonder I how know. many I repeaters. I had one of those ga- books one time i bet there's a lot of close repeaters yeah you know a lot of variants and they just call it a new game uh doomtown reloaded now, now he says because it's a two-player game and the deck building means that you could spend a long time trying new decks and combos I wanted to try that game, but you said no. You said it's well. We too had a hard. chance. We had a chance. We went to uh, Barnes and Noble's clearance sale mm-hmm. a couple months ago, and it was fifty percent off. And it's just sitting there for thirty bucks or whatever. And I was pretty excited. I was kind of excited about it whenever I first heard of it because I like I like Western themes. I just do. And this one, the thing that kind of turned me off about it is they just talked about how inaccessible it was. And then it's on top of it, it's another one of these living card games where they just start putting out cards after cards after well, cards. And you're like, well, what do I need and what don't I need? And they're like, oh, well, everything you need's in the box, trying to talk you into it, you know? Right. But you're going to really want all this other great stuff. <laughs> right. And you don't need that. <laughs> so I just kind of, well, I, I mean, I, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And I just kind of decided not to, j- just purely based on the difficulty that they thought they talked about. And this has now been discontinued. So if you guys want a shot at getting it, you should get it while it's good. <laughs> Because it's almost gone. <laughs> Check your Barnes and Noble, see if they still have right. one somewhere. Uh, the next one he says is Mansions of Madness, because it takes a long time to play. And even if you go through every expansion scenario, and there are many, you could create your own and uh, with the tiles and monsters. Um, see, now, is there electricity on this deserted <laughs> island so that we can plug in the app? There's a lot do... of them online. But... But there's, there's quite a bit of stuff that's been released for it as well. That's what I'm asking. Is there electricity on, Why? Your, on your perfect island? Why? Because if there's not, you can't plug in your app. You can't plug in your iPad. Oh, I know. Because I, I wouldn't take this because 2.0 is so much better than 1.0. And 1.0 felt kind of... Eh. So there's no electricity? Is that your answer? Right. Ugh. What kind of island is this? It sucks. Get it's a deserted one. I don't like it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, he said, then says Scythe because it's so pretty and it has sophisticated AI rules so he could play it solo if he had to. Well, I mean, there's going to be fights between you and your perfect Absolutely. partner. Absolutely, There's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I uh, opened it. We have our copy and we opened it. And I organized it and we need to play it. Yeah, we just haven't yet. It's really intriguing. The idea that there's that there's not that much conflict in it. And even if it does, it doesn't hurt you that much really is enticing for this kind of area control, you know, resource management game. Right. Then he says, uh, Clockwork Wars. It has a variable layout using hex tiles, so you have infinite replayability. Now, I don't... See, I like that, too. I don't know about this one very well, but I looked at it, 
and it seems very scythe-like in many ways, and it, I feel like this may be a double down on your list. <laughs> but it gives him a different theme, so that helps. Okay. With longevity. I'm just going to say you really like those territory control oh, type games. You just games. wait, wait, wait till you see my list. <laughs> well, that's Rodney's list. Daniel weighed in at this point. Uh, he says Terra Mystica because it's, some, it's awesome and has good variability. Possible uh, playing a variant of playing with multiple factions each, and it's awesome. I, did like I happen that to game. know, I think that this is Daniel's favorite game. It's a good game. You know? I would, I'd like to play it uh, again, it's, too. That's a solid pick. It's really dense. There's lots of options. They got an expansion out that adds even more characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can see how the, how the you know, strategically, it's going to last many plays for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, then he says Hanabi. He says, I mm. do love Hanabi, the extra challenge of creating a meta with the partner to try to be super, uh, try to have super optimized play. Yeah, he lost me on that one. Right. This game is like an activity for Nicole and I. I mm, we, we, it's not even that because you like, eventually you just kind of learn right. your partner, especially since you have the same partner on this crappy mm-hmm. island. You would just learn that if they give you that, I have one, one. They're saying, don't play it. Or if they're like, right. I have one, one. They're like, play right. that one. It's just too, you can, once you read your partner too well. I, eh, right. We have a secret little game that's like, or secret Which I'm language. Sure is not that, how you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be like as robotic as possible. I think it's almost impossible not to develop this idea. I know. Because after the game, you'll you'll lose the game or you'll finish the game and you'll be like, oh, when I told you there was one one in your hand and there's only one that we're missing, I just wish you could have understood that that's what that was. And you'll just kind of prompt things like that naturally. Yeah. And by like your by like your fifteenth game or like tenth game, tenth fifteenth game. You're starting to get these secret codes in there, like just like I just said. Right. <clears throat> or you have one three. Why would I point out that one three so specifically mm-hmm. to them? Unless they could play it. Mm-hmm. You know? Or they're obviously not supposed to play right. it because they already have. Or all the threes are already on the table. Right. So all of a sudden you just have this, it's really easy to break the language code on that game, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, I like it, but I don't love it. I'm glad that we own it. I got a lot of good plays with some people out of it, and that's we'll not We'll bring really... it back out again, but not right. today. All right. Uh, then he says Eldritch Horror, another great game with a ridiculous amount of content. You do get all the expansions, right? And another one uh, easily to get over the possible problems with just two players by playing with more than one adventurer each. Yeah. Uh, I This is, like, solid as well. Oh, yeah. Because there's a ton of content for this, and everything works out completely different every time. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he then says code names, same reason as Hanabi. You try to get an epic sc- score with a two-player variant. And I, I was like, I never even knew this was in there. I never even paid attention until yeah, you, we you mentioned it. <laughs> we didn't read our rule book well enough. But I, I sure enough, I went and looked at it, and there's right. a two-player variant, which we needed to, we need right. to do still. and now you're requiring it of me. I, I'm going to play that later <laughs> today. No. <laughs> we got time. Do we? Yes. <laughs> All right. that late. Um, he then finishes up with Netrunner for the asymmetry and deck building fun. Again, he gets to take all the expansions, right? Yes, you do. Of course. Okay. I'm glad that's the answer. <laughs> and I can't argue with this. That game's fun. Yeah. That game's really fun. It and is I really mean, fun. I, I bet if I had all the expansions, I would probably like it even more. Right. Uh, then Ray, uh, weighs in here. He says war of the ring because it's awesome and it would reward multiple plays. Now I'm going to tell you. That I've looked at this game, and there's even that uh, Battle of Five Armies that people said was like sort of the shortened version, like updated version of War of the Ring. And I, I mean, it's it's been there like right on the tip of my playlist a couple times, like almost in my shopping cart. And just I just haven't done it because it's 
it's uh it's a long game <laughs> it's long a long games big, are big, hard. big box game yeah so i know i mean when i when i purchase a game like that i'm like oh great i i just bought a game that i'm gonna play one time a year maybe <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh but i gotta tell you it takes a long time to play this game and ray you're just gonna have to remember that you need to fix the roof on the shelter still and you need to gather food today or else you're gonna go hungry and you know we need to get the water filtered out <laughs> You don't have all day time for that whole game. You don't have all day for that, Ray. Right. (laughs) All right. uh, He says claustrophobia. Uh, Different scenarios could easily, and he could easily make up new ones. Uh, This is one I haven't played. I heard it's more mechanical than thematical. Is that right? (laughs) Than thematic. Thematical. (laughs) I'm taking a sabbatical. The uh, (laughs) so maybe there's enough. uh, There's enough there, you know, to to be fun multiple times uh it's ranked 130 on board game geek so it's got to be okay mm-hmm. you know i don't know i've, I've heard I've, good I've, things well I've, I've heard i've heard some people kind of criticize it as saying it's a sort of classic thematic you know dice chucking dungeon crawl and this is a one versus one one person plays the demons and one person plays the heroes right okay <laughs> it is it's one of those things and the demon player has numbers on their side and the human player the the hero player has power on their side they're more okay. powerful <clears throat> uh, so it's asymmetrical um i don't know it's supposed to be okay but i've heard it criticized for being more of a you know thematic or not not, not very thematic compared to just like a mechanical game it's not the classic dice chucker that you think it is so there you go he also says the duke chess with enough randomness to make it fun i'd say this is probably a good choice i know you like this game i mean there's enough variables that you don't feel that staleness that chess has where you're like i'm gonna make the same move or i'm gonna change my move just this time because last time you did this you know Mm -hmm. there's enough variables that it's going to be i think a little more different a little more fun i would take it over chess absolutely I, i mean it's not bad duke's fine okay oh okay uh and he says if we live in this magic world that creates this gaming den and and could offer all the cards for it magic the gathering and i say why not you get all the magic the gathering cards (laughs) you can deck build till your eyes bleed and decide which cards are allowed wild west you could play your own (laughs) version of millennium blades with the magic the gathering cards no you couldn't if you had all of them yeah but there's like a dual part to millennium blades that wouldn't is good i'm sure you could figure it out if you're like stuck on the stupid island it would be weird though if you had some sort of way to combo your cards together and you had to deck build it like real time from random i don't know anyway see sure you could come up with some sort of meta version of magic the gathering and millennium blade that'd be fun uh he says stronghold um i don't know that one another great one versus one game i I know it's been re-released by Stronghold Games, and it's supposed to be really good. Seems kind of like hoity-toity when they name a game after themselves. Or do they name the company after the game? I'm going to say they name their company after the game. Hmm. It better be a darn good game then. I know. (laughs) Otherwise, I question their company. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, So Brendan is the last person to weigh in. He says Android Netrunner for sure with all the expansions. I'm not going to argue with that. He says Dungeon Pets, which has variable setup and a lot of intricacies. I don't think I could take that on my deserted island. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good game, but I don't think I would want to play it every day. Well, I don't know that I'd want to play it two-player. Right. I don't know. I I think it needs the chaos. Right. He sends One Night Ultimate Werewolf. 
which could be used to play as a regular werewolf or the resistance without too much trouble. The meta would be to develop over many plays. This might be very interesting. Yeah, I don't know how he did that. I don't know. Did you you're miss just... the one perfect player part? Yeah, you only have one person you're <laughs> playing with. So What is going on with guess that? Guess what? If you're not the werewolf, I wonder who is. I know. I'm going to kill you. Yep. <laughs> First night. Yep. Uh, Ticket to Ride. It says it's, it's our family's favorite ga- gateway game. Uh, it's fun to play and would keep growing in interest over time, I think. now. Oh, his whole family's on this island. I don't know. Nicole and I play this Ticket to Ride on, on our iPhones all the time. It's fun. That is fun, yeah. Yep. But there, whoever gets, no that, whoever gets so. the east-west northern route is probably going to win that game. Just going to give you a little <laughs> on, the, on the United States map. Uh, Touch of Evil, the supernatural game with all the expansions because the games can go on for days and days. See, lots now, of content. Now he's lots just of sucking variety. up to you. I, I feel like that's his best choice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, he does. Wait, he adds some caveats. He says, I imagined uh, it would be me and my family stuck yeah, on the island. See? Were I stuck with four hardcore gamers, I might swap brass for a ticket to ride. You're stuck with one person. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's no family. So you're stuck with werewolf with one other person now. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> he says, if I could bring a non-hobby board games, I'd think long and hard about a good old deck of cards and a book of card games and about chess. Cheater. Oh, I mean, kidding. Right, Brendan made his own version of this list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did too. <laughs> did you? Accidentally. What'd you do? I fixed it. We'll talk in a minute. All right. Well, I mean, this brings us to our list, Nicole. Okay, well. And my favorite deserted island games and yours. And I hope uh, I hope we match up in my mind because I'm on the island with you in my mind. <laughs> Just so you know. As, <laughs> well, that's good to as know. As my ideal player. <laughs> well, you were my ideal player, too. <clears throat> so so when not. I'm thinking of this list, I'm like, okay, I'm stuck on an island with Nicole. <laughs> oh, I, that's I didn't, so I, sweet. I mean, I'm, I, it's going to break his heart, but Daniel, I didn't think about you. Oh. <laughs> Um, nothing that would remind me, uh, you would remind me that I once had a dog named Pepper either. I don't want any games like that. Oh, <laughs> well, you didn't say there couldn't be animals on the island. Oh no, she's not on the island. Cause she can't swim. Cause I could play fetch with her and I'd have to count that as one of my games. And that's not one of my favorite games. <laughs> Poor dog. All right. No, she got, she found a good home after we left. Right. She ate her way out of the house and. <laughs> move next door right okay okay um so what would you what would be your number five well always mine are in no particular order but mine is you... in the exact order no, that i'm not. doing so one of mine <laughs> would be uh well since it's already been mentioned eldritch horror what love that game number five well Here's the thing. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's <laughs> one or five, because these are the five games we can have with us, I know, but right? if I do them in order, then I know if I could only take one, if I could only take two, if I could oh, only no, no, take no. three. No, 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 That's pushing it too far. <laughs> well, mine are going to be in that order, so you guys can, can go back and think about that. Mine is in the order <laughs> of, I have five games. Okay. Okay, so All Eldritch right. Horror. I mean, it's solid. Yeah, oh, and of course, with the all the expansions... Two of which we don't even have. Which we would because we—it's a magical. But I'm just saying island. they're rated poorly. I don't care. The, I'd still the play desert them. one and the strange remnants. Are you can not always rated try them well. and then take them out. I don't know. The game—the game—it just has so much right variety in it and adventure, and it takes a decently long enough time, but sometimes it's over okay. fairly quickly. So I like that one. My number five is Android Netrunner. 
Yeah. With all the expansions. Okay. That game's so fun. Okay. I love that game. I thought about it. Just the idea that you're playing two separate roles, that, that you're one guy is a, a guy trying to make a computer secure, which is something that everyone can, you know, empathize with. Because everyone wants their computers to be secure at home, and everyone's <laughs> had, like, malware on their computers and stuff like that. So yeah. who, who can't be on that side? And then everybody likes that kind of outlaw nature of, I could hack into your system. I could rob your bank. Don't you do know, it. <laughs> but that's I mean, so it's it's so cool. I love the theme and I like the cards and yeah, I just think it's neat. It's fun. See, I I think the only thing for me, I mean, I really enjoy the game. Don't get me wrong, right? But I so am not good at computers that like that little hacker mentality is not that ingrained in my head. I know you're thinking I'll have Fred do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez, unbelievable. Okay, what's your number four? Um. Okay, now. <laughs> Originally, I had two extra games on there for reasons I'll tell you at the end. This is so, this, this is, is already that, making your own game. This is one that got added. Call Brendan. You guys are playing your no, own no, game. No, no, no. These are <laughs> these are for two players. So okay. the other two that I took off were because I thought that you were saying with the perfect number of players. So the perfect group to play this game with is who's on the island I mean, at I, that I time. I have my verbatim text on. I this. didn't pay any attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I took off two and I put on Fortune and Glory. Much Fortune the, and Glory. Yeah, much for the same reasons as Eldritch Horror. It's just got a lot of longevity to it, a lot of variety to it. You can, You've picked you can like even, two big board map adventure games. Because I'm not going to get bored with them. Oh, they're fun. Yeah. and it's, I, I, love, I love Fortune and Glory. That whole cliffhanger mechanism where you, you don't succeed on the mission, so now it's worse. Now yeah. something else bad is happening, and you got to wait a full player turn to come to back find and find out what out happens. What. That's really cool. It's like the free the frame freezes, and then the, the the narrator comes on, and he's like, "Them Duke boys are up to their necks. <laughs> <laughs> Boss Hogs hot on their trail. That's right. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to get out of this. You know, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. But uh, well, in addition, <laughs> you have the option of playing cooperatively or competitively. Right. Which is insane. Right. That's, I mean, that game has a ton to offer. Right. And when you play competitively, it, it does a really neat thing. Like normally you're playing it and I don't want to talk too much about it. Maybe we'll do an episode of it. We're going to have they, to uh, at some point. Although we already if know you're playing, it's If you're playing uh, competitively, there's only like one kind of big Nazi villain that'll show up every once in a while. And that's about it. But if you're playing uh, cooperatively, they're like on the board messing with you the whole time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of cool how it scales and there's, there's content just in the box ready to go for that. Yeah. Very cool. So some of the coolest coins in a box ever too. Yeah. They're very nice. Except the, they're reversed. They're reversed. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Ugh. Let's not get into that. <laughs> My number four, Nicole, fortune and glory is a good choice. Okay. Thank you. I've got all the expansions for that. Mm -hmm. I'll buy the new ones too. If they come out with them mm -hmm. in your face. All right. Uh, Thunderstone for me. All cards, all versions. Because <laughs> I can do that. I know. <laughs> we have two of the versions already, and they're kickstarting that third one. I'm going to kickstart it. Okay. I want it. I hate kickstarting, but okay. I'll, I'll do it just to spite you. I know. That's okay. And I'm do, gonna... you want, do you want to know why? Why? Because it's on my list. Really? Thunderstone. Heck yeah. What number is it on your list? Well, it's probably number one on my list because I love that thing. Oh, yeah. The dishes are done. It's going to beep at us. I know. We're going to have to open that door. <laughs> it's going to beep every like 15 minutes. Well, we better hurry up. 
We got the quietest dishwasher you can get. 47 decibels while it's running. But then it beeps at 65 decibels afterwards. <laughs> In the Anyhow, middle of the night. <laughs> Uh, so Thunderstone, all cards, all versions. Thunderstone's just a really fun game to me. I think yeah. I st- it's still my favorite just deck building game. Yeah, I love that game. You know, where you start off with the same of hand it. of cards and, and if just I, go. If we do have a bad round, it's like, get that out of there. And we'll just put right. in a different different torch or a different I'm going to tell you that it's my favorite or... AEG game. And oh, that includes so Love Letter. Good. In your face, Love Letter. So good. <laughs> Thunderstone, all cards, all versions. Yep. Including version three, which has been announced. Okay. <laughs> What's your number three, Nicole? That would be, we're going to put Thunderstone in there because okay. we already blew one of my choices. All right. So. My number three is Memoir 44 with all the expansions. Oh, no. Now, I've got a lot of expansions right now. You do. You have two copies of the, of the one version. <laughs> so I can play Overlord. Right. Which, which we have never done. done. <laughs> we've had it for how many years we now? Didn't, we haven't played Overlord, but we played a game on a map the size of an Overlord map that I used uh at Christmas time, because mm-hmm. I built Overlord for Matt and Brianna to come over and play with us, and it was I think Brock and Angela were supposed to come over too, but then Brock and Angela couldn't make it, so we, so we just ended up the four Overlord. of us. So I just canceled the Overlord game, right? And all I had to do was just move a few pieces around, and I, it was like a new giant-sized version of Memoir Forty Four for you and I to play. That game is really good. I'll agree. Oh, it's got so many missions too, and I got the air pack that came with the little planes and a bunch of like a whole book full of missions and. Mm-hmm. I've got the equipment pack. I've got the, the the eastern front, the western front, the Mediterranean. I've got <laughs> Breakthrough, Overlord. i got all this stuff for that game. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. And there's tons of variety. Tons, mm-hmm. I tell you. So Memoir 44 is my number three. All right. What's your number two? My number two, we'll just put as uh, another one that got added to the list after my debacle. Okay. Um, and you're not going to like it. You're not going to like my neck, my number two, so who cares? Pandemic. Pandemic. Do you know why? Why? Because no matter how many times we play it, I don't <laughs> get sick of it. <clears throat> I don't believe that. I don't get I. <clears throat> if you come up to me and say, okay, we've got new kids coming over to play games. They've never really played much. Right. What game do you want to play? Inevitably, Flashpoint Fire Rescue will get nominated, and I'll be like, mm, eh, meh, mm. And I'll play it, but I won't. I won't want to. If you say pandemic, I'll be like, okay, yeah, sure, let's do that. Pandemic, I think, is is a for me personally. I think it's the best choice to introduce someone to hobby board games because I think that it blows your mind that you can play a cooperative game against the it's game. It's just not something most people get an opportunity to do. Right. I think it blows people's mind. I but think I don't just like the games could be like this. Yeah, and I just don't get bored with it. I right. just don't. So that's why it's on my list. It's for longevity. I'll be the bioterrorist every game. Eh, whatever. <laughs> then I probably get nobody with plays it. the bioterrorist. <clears throat> right. Number two, a game that you do not like. Oh God! Then why did you <clears throat> put it on the list? You have to play it with me. Because I liked playing it with you. I've played it with you five oh, wait. times. Myth. Yes. I knew it. I love myth. You know I ugh, don't hate me. What? I almost put that on my list. There's a lot of variety exactly. in it. A ton of it. Exactly. And if you can get past the stupid bad rule book, it's right. a really Which solid, good game. Which we have a good, good rule book game. for now. Yeah. And, and if you consider that game, all the Kickstarter stuff I got for the first game, all the Kickstarter and expansion stuff I'm getting from the, the expansions. Eventually. Oh my goodness. We're going to have so much game. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, and it's really solid. It's really good. There's so much adventure. It's so much dice chucking yep. and character building and yep. card building. And, and it's it's a fun dungeon crawl that's card driven. That's It blows me away. I love that game. Yeah, you think I hate that game more than I do. I like it so much, I bought just extra dice for it. Yeah, I know. At Gen Con. Which is a good thing. It needed dice. Ah, yeah, it did. I got them. All right. They, got, they had dice for a third of the price they sell them for on the on the internet at yeah. Gen Con. Yeah, was a good deal. What's your number one? I bet you can guess my number one. Really? Can't you? I don't know. You Let don't me... know me that well? I don't think I know you that well. Hold what? on a second. Uh, I don't know if I know you that well. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to say Runebound. No. What? Although that was a, that was close to being on my list, but ah. that one game of it where I where we just it it had the it, because of the expansions, right? I didn't put it on the list we because too much. It, it it ruined the game completely, mm. and I don't need that. If I'm gonna have expansions that ruin the game, that's a bad thing. I I can't guess. I don't know what what do you got? Lords of Waterdeep. Oh. I just really like it, Aww. and they've got such <laughs> cute little. Fred got me the little meeples for it. <laughs> The laser cut meeples. So right, I like I Lords of Waterdeep. It's fine. Yeah, and what of course with the you know expansion. The here's the funny thing. My favorite moment ever in Lords of Waterdeep was playing it with Nate, and and Amy, and Amy just resolutely not because sh- I, I had the guy who would who would get extra points if the more shops you owned, and I had bought so many shops and I kept every time she would make a decision I'd be like whoa 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 Amy, you could come over here to the Sleeping Dragon Tavern and get two thieves and, and, a, a, and, a, and a fighter instead of just two thieves over here. Why don't you do that? She'd be like, I'm not going to help you! And just yell at me. <laughs> I'm not helping you. I'm not shopping at your stores. And I'm like, I mean, I'm just telling you, I'm trying to help you. Mm, you're never trying to help someone else. No, I'm always helping no. me. No. But it seems like a good deal. <laughs> so she didn't shop at my place. I think I still won. Yeah, that's typical. All right, my still, number one. I don't think I've ever even beat it, like beat you at that game. Mm, I think I've won. You did. You did the have first I... time you had the building person. Oh, because you didn't know that card existed. Right. I didn't right. understand that that could be one of the variables in the game. Right. And you that's the only way me. that I won is by. I thought you were just being a maniac, and I was like, what is she doing? She's going to lose bad. Yeah. Because you weren't completing quests, you were just buying buildings. Right. Uh, so my number one is one you've already mentioned it's Eldritch Horror. Yeah. I think that game's awesome. It's amazing. I know. It was kind of a toss-up, though. When I thought about that, I was like, Fortune and Glory or Eldritch Horror? Yeah, or, that I was... mean, Or in the same kind of vein, though. I mean, realize that my, my favorite game, Touch of Evil, is not on this list. What? Wait, yeah, what? I think that I like Touch of Evil a lot when I play it, but I don't think I could play it every day. I don't think, I don't think I'd want to. Yeah. I like it a lot. You don't want to ruin it? I think it's like a fine wine. I think it's like it's like Disney World. If you went to Disney World every day, Disney World would suck. That's probably true. Okay? You would just kind of be like, uh, whatever. And I don't think it holds up. I think it's like Disney World, where it's this amazing thing as long as you don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think, that, I think that I could... I don't think I could overdo Eldritch Horror by playing it every day, but I think I could with Touch of Evil for some reason. And I don't want to ruin it. I'd rather just have fond memories and dream about getting it on the island. I'd make my own version with stones. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's my so, our top five Desert Island games. Originally, I, I honestly thought that it was a list of games that 
whatever, what, whenever you were playing that game, it was like a magical island, and the perfect group was there to right. play with oh, you. Oh, these are your cheaty twos. So my two cheaty ones that I replaced <laughs> with and, and put Fortune and Glory and Pandemic on were uh, Time's Up, because you got to have a party game. I know. And I wanted some It'd variety. It'd be kind of fun to play with you. Just the two of us? Oh, yeah. Is there a two-player variant we could do? So. Yeah, exactly. If I could try. I'd just be me trying to make you guess stuff. Right. No, that wouldn't work. Okay. Um, and Seasons. Because I'd always have three people who actually want to play the game with me, as opposed to you and Matt, who didn't want to play it all and ruined my game. We didn't ruin it. I'll play ruined. it again. Ruined. <laughs> it was terrible. It was like, ugh, what a horrible game. And I still want to play it again. I do, too. Not ruined. Hmm. <laughs> That's what you say, but I don't believe you. All right, Nicole, enough about deserted islands, okay? Uh, it feels like our choices or the listener choices, uh, if, if anybody feels like they were wrong or could have been better, you can feel free to make your own suggestions at our guild. You Just go there feel and... free to make fun of the people who cheated. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, don't. Let us, They're let nice us know in the thread. <laughs> uh, but for right now, we need to get to our review this week. You wanted the finale. You got the finale. The final game in the series. Five, four, five. One, two, three, four. Rules breakdown. Okay. Raptor is the game we reviewed this week, and it's a game by the Brunos. That is Mr. Cathala and Mr. Fiduti. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-player game that's uh, pitting a group of hunting scientists versus a mother raptor and her babies. The scientist player can win in two ways. Either they capture three babies, or they put the mother to sleep by shooting her with five tranquilizer darts. The raptor player can win by either killing all ten scientists, or by three of her babies escaping from the map on the exiting the the L-shaped thin edges. Uh, to start off, you arrange six double-sided square t uh, tiles with nine spaces on each uh, in a uh, sort of in a two-by-three layout of, of tiles. Uh, at the at the two uh, <coughs> tile edge, you place two L-shaped tiles to make up that make up four spaces each. There's three that are on like right up against the the two back edge tiles, and one that is an exit space. Also, each of the nine tile spaces will usually have a single unmarked space where you put a 3D rock terrain that acts as cover and movement hindrances for the players. Next, the raptor player selects one of the two center tiles and places the mother figure on one of those tiles, then places a single baby onto a space on the other five tiles. The science player, oh, yeah. the science player <laughs> places a single scientist <laughs> on the four L-shaped pieces. Now last, the player is given a deck of cards that are numbered from one to nine. These cards are shuffled. Each player draws a hand of three. Players start their turns simultaneously by selecting a card from their hand face down and, uh, and placing it face down. Both, uh, once both players have selected a card, they are revealed. The numbers are compared. The lowest numbered card gets the effect shown on the card. And the, uh, these effects include scaring scientists, adding scientists to the board, moving babies and scientists, uh, settling, uh, setting spaces on fire, uh, putting babies to sleep, and waking them up. So if, your card, if the number on your card is higher, you get the difference between the two cards and actions. The actions you can use are like moving a scientist, mom, or baby raptor, or putting a baby to sleep, or shooting the mother, capturing a sleeping baby, or attacking a scientist, or putting out a fire, etc. 
Now, you see, the, the way the game is played, you look at your hand, you decide if your card effects are helpful or how many actions you think you can get. If you run out of cards, you reshuffle your discards and continue drawing. So let's get to this finale as we play the last game, and I'm not going to tell you the score until after the finale. Okay. All right, Nicole, turn five, or game five. <laughs> turn, turn five. five. <laughs> <laughs> turn five, I've already played five, no. four of them. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> well, you, I, I, you're not even ready. I know, I'm not even ready. I'm almost ready. You already picked your cards. I, I don't even know what I got. Right. Mm -hmm. You know how it's. You know how it goes. All right. Okay. So. First card we're gonna pick here. I'm a three. Hmm. Of course, you've uh, decided to be the raptor player, and I've decided raptor. to be the scientist. You decided to be the raptor. I decided that we were gonna play on the savanna side. Of this is that right? Is that what this? Yes, yeah, there's you a jungle the board. and savanna, and I'm sure, playing the savanna. I, I would have called it a desert. <clears throat> I'm gonna call it Georgia. It's not dessert. <laughs> Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. We need to go there. Why? It's supposed to be really pretty. Is it? We'll have to go there in the winter or something because it's also supposed to be really humid and hmm. sticky and blech. Well, there you go. I don't need blech. I know. Okay. Have you played a card yet? I have not My played card's a card. on the table. Well, you're special. <laughs> Okay, I got it. All right, what do you got, Nicole? I, I played a nine. I played a six. Okay, so Nicole, you've played so, the six card, which makes it so what? So I take my, my mama raptor off of the table. Right. And you get three moves that right. you have to do. Right, but this sets you up really well for next turn. It so does. For my three moves. You're going to move a scientist. Well, I'm going to shoot your little baby over here. What? This one. Mama. Gets knocked out. Then I'm gonna he's, move. He, no, he's not knocked out. He's asleep. Same thing. He's not captured. He's just asleep. And then I move that guy right there. You move so scientists uh, two spaces closer to the knocked out. <laughs> right, because you had sleep. a baby that's two spaces outside of the exit with a scientist in between you and the exit. Right. And I had a scientist who was two spaces away from the exit, so I just moved in to block both exits on that side and knocked out the nearest baby. Okay, so I'm going to bring the mama raptor in <laughs> right next to her baby and right next to your scientist. I don't like that. I do. Oops, I'm showing you my I card. know. I was like, Did you I mean, look at it? I know exactly what card you had. That's not my fault. <laughs> <This is> my... <laughs> That's not my fault. You're... <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're, this is not Hanabi. <laughs> You're just showing me your cards. How many sixes do I have? <laughs> at least one. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right. Okay. So now, so now I have to play have to, mine before. I, I wonder what card you're going to play. I'm going to play a six. I, <laughs> I figured that, that you would play that six. Because <laughs> I flashed one card in my hand. Oh, that's super funny. <laughs> well. Naturally, you're going to take a while to select. But this puts you in a big, a strong position because she gets to put her mother in whatever position on the board, the entire board, any empty space that she wants. And then I have to play my card before her, so that's... Right, and you played a six, so I'm going to play an eight. So you do get your action. Which I get to add two more scientists to the long edge of the board. Right. That's all it says. That's just any space along the long edge. So I'm going to put one right there, right next to her other baby on the same end where Mama is. And then, hmm. Oh, man. Um, I'll put the other one right next to the, on the other side of the baby, right there. Where'd he go? Oh. <laughs> so I got a bunch of guys. I mean, we're getting clumped up at that end right now. Okay. For sure. And then I get two actions. Right, but so... you don't get to scare two of my scientists. 
Huh? No, I don't get to scare your scientist. But I am going to chomp a scientist's face off. Unbelievable. And I'm going to... Am I going to wake up that baby? No, I wouldn't. I kind of have to. Yeah, I'm going to wake up that baby. <laughs> All right, your turn's over. Right. So next turn. <clears throat> I've already played my card. Nicole's still looking. Mm-hmm. All right. What Nicole's looking. Number four. Number nine. Okay, so I put two of your babies to sleep. Okay. Um, and then you're going to get five actions, which right. is terrible. Okay, so this one goes That's to right sleep. near the edge, right. but oh well. This one goes to sleep. And can you wake back up babies that were put to sleep this turn? Um, I don't think you can. A mother wakes a sleeping baby raptor on a neighbor's space. The baby's figurine is set back upright. This cannot be done the same turn. Right. The baby raptor's been put to right. sleep. Right, so you have five actions and you can't touch those two sleeping babies. Right. Okay, well then I'm going to move Don't kill my mama raptor for one. <laughs> Don't. Eat your scientist's two. face for two. Move for three. three. Eat the scientist four. for four. That's your little uh, cowgirl scientist, too. Oh, I know. She's my favorite physician. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I have five? Yes. You gave me the worst look just now. I wonder why. And I, I moved this baby okay. for five. All right. Wow. All right. What to do now that I'm... All... What? Don't shake your head at me, woman. <laughs> do you already play a card? Yes. Oh, I'm too stressed out. Some people out. get to be adventurers. Some people get to be cowboys. All right. <laughs> Seven. Five. Okay, so you get to wake, wake up, up my two. Wake up, my babies. And then I get babies. two actions. Ugh. Wake up, baby. Oh, I don't like this. I feel like you're going to win. I put that one to sleep. Can you put them to sleep the same time or I wake up? Yes, you can. <laughs> what? Yeah. I know. Back to sleep, you. Uh, I only have one more action. I think that no-doze was expired. No, I go kidding. over to there. So on the other end of the field, I move a guy one step in towards her little babies that are being ignored right now. Right. Okay. All right, Nicole. What do you got next? All right. Really? I mean, you decided fast. I decided, and you're just kind of sitting there. I know. I'm having a hard decision time here. Nothing's really working out for me. I'm going to do this one. Oh, which one? Okay, I play a one. I play a seven. Oh, come on with that. I knew it. I knew it. All right, so I put this one to sleep. Okay. And, and then, then I, I get, get to shuffle my stuff back in. And, and I get your turn. six actions. Right. So... One, two, three, four, and I rescue a baby. Right. Five and six, and I wake up a baby. That was terrible. That was awesome. I feel ripped off on that one. That's good. So I'm down to three scientists, and you've had one baby escape, and I can't. Oh, man, this is a bad hand, too. All right. I got it. I know what I'm doing. (sighs) I don't know what I'm doing, Nicole. Here, show me your cards. I'll tell you what to do. You won't be able to tell me. (laughs) It's so bad. This is so bad. I mean, all right. If I get the action, I won't like it. It's the problem. I'll do this one. Okay. Are you going to get your action? I don't know. Three. I got a four. 
So yes, I do. You get your action. I would have liked to have had my action. So I get to go to right there. That's one Jeep move. So I got two Jeep moves. A Jeep move is like the the Mama Raptor moves like this, and scientists get to move like this when they do a Jeep action, which is they can move all the way as many spaces as they want, one direction, and stop at that point. If you're going to turn, you have to stop and do another move action. So I got... I just moved one scientist across the board towards her only remaining sleeping one, and then I'll remove an, I'll move another one on the opposite side of the board next to a wide awake baby. Okay, and I get one action. <sighs> right. Ugh. I like that. Ugh. That's I like that one too. <laughs> this is terrible. Okay. Um. I'm so glad you didn't get that action on that card, too. Oh, I know. <laughs> my my action was going to be to bring two babies to the same tile that my mom is at, which would have been amazing. It would have been terrible because it would have moved. Basically, would have left two of my scientists out in left field. Right, which would have been great for me, but no. That's right, no. All right, I'm going to move my mama raptor one. Just one space? Yeah, you can move her all no, the way no, over I'm to gonna, your baby. No, I don't. She well, moves like a Jeep. You're right. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. I, I should never let you talk me into stuff. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. Because you'll talk me into stuff, and then it'll be the wrong thing to do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you do? Just going right there. Great. Perfect. Shut up. It's your turn. Okay, I already played a card now. Oh, this is terrible. I already played a card. Oh, it's terrible. I don't like it. I don't like my hand either. <sighs> Awful. Things aren't working out for me like they did last game. I'm just telling you. It's getting a lot tougher. What am I doing? Okay. All right. All right. Oh, this is awful. Six. Oh. One. Oh, so you get to move one guy next to Mama on her tile. Right. So it's going to be, it could be right next to the exit at this point. Well, I'm going to do that. That one that was right next to your scientist is coming over near Mama. Oh, it sucks. By the exit. There's, there's like... And then I get to shuffle my cards, which right. is Right. So fantastic. now I'm, I'm sort of, she's right, her baby's right next to the exit. And so I have a choice. But I have to have two more okay. babies run away. But here's the thing. I have to, I can only do one aggressive action per turn. So I either knock out that baby or it's going to escape next turn pretty much. Or next time she gets an action, it's going to escape. It's only one. And What's I'm standing matter? right next to where I could capture her if I wanted to. You know? What, the baby? I could capture the sleeping one right next to my scientist. Yeah. But that's not going to... you have five moves you get to do, so... But I can only do one aggressive move, which is terrible. Well... Um, this makes it a lot harder. So I guess I, I'm going to have to. So I go one, two, and I put your baby to sleep right here. Aw. You can do that? Yeah. I thought you had to be next to Line it. of sight. Maybe it's a tile next to it. Wait, is it adjacent I don't, tile? It says on your thing... Um... Located on a neighboring space. Neighboring space, yes. Oh, okay. you can't so do, I that. Don't do that. I do this then. So what is that? One, two, three, three babies four, sleep. Five. Okay. So now he moved a scientist next to my baby <laughs> and put it to sleep. Right. Not in the way that you would put a dog to sleep because <laughs> it's not dead. <laughs> Sometimes oh, you have to put a dog to sleep. That's terrible. All right. I always thought that was creepy. What? That they go to sleep. Well, I never, I, when I was a kid, I, I, I just thought you couldn't like ha do surgery on a dog or anything like that because if you put it to sleep to do the surgery, it wasn't going to wake back up. I didn't realize that they meant they were just being kind 
and saying putting it to sleep. I think sleep. they should have just told me we're going we're gonna to kill the dog. Just be honest. Yes, don't sugarcoat it because it really confused the crap out of me for many, many years. <laughs> like, I would have, I could have been a vet possibly, except I card, thought that lady? you couldn't do anything except kill dogs. <laughs> play a card. What kind of vet just goes around killing all the dogs? Well. I'm going to play that card. <laughs> Dr. Kevorkian. Pet Vorkian, I don't know. Pet Vorkian, that's terrible. <laughs> I got a nine. I got a nine. Oh, it's a push. It's a push. So we you draw know. another card and we go to the next round. Depressing. That's way worse. It is way worse. All right. Mm, mm. I don't like this again. I do like this because when you grunt, it means bad things for you. Except it usually doesn't. It's so bad. Uh, I'm rough. This is so rough because there's like... <clears throat> this action just doesn't help me at all. Side note, I can never be a vet. I'm too allergic to animals. <laughs> uh, I do that. Are you done? You yeah, got it? I okay. Got it. Okay, I played a five. I played a seven. Okay, so you don't get your action. But you but... get to set fire. Right, I didn't want to. Which I think is a weird action, by the way. So I set fire to right there. I get to put two fire tokens down. It just impedes movement, and Mama has to put them out, is all it does. And it has to be right next to a scientist. So there you go. You're going to have one escape and, and there's nothing I can do about it. Two actions? Okay, yes. So I wake up my baby and it escapes for the for two. I have no prayer in this game. Mama. No prayer. Whatever. All right. Ugh. I have to capture every baby you have or put mother to sleep with, set with five shots. It's just not going to happen. You know? It could. It's just not. All right. Okay. You I ready? I played a seven. Play a five. So you get to wake up two babies. Which I only have one that's asleep. So I wake up my baby and Fred gets two moves, which is right. awful. So he puts my baby back to sleep, I'm sure. Uh, I think I have to. That's one. And then I go. What are you doing? Oh, can't do you can't yeah, set I fire. Oh, I don't want to move next to your stupid guy. <laughs> my raptor's going to bite your face off. I know. I'll move that guy then. That's all. Okay. So we're just sort of like moving around the back here. I mean, the game's nearly over. She has like a giant gap to walk into. Just the setup alone was pretty bad here. <laughs> There's no All way right. I'm making a comeback. All right, I'm playing this one. Okay, I am playing yeah, this I'm playing one. that one. Okay, I played a four. I played a four. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. Okay, I played an eight. I played an eight. You're killing me. I have to shuffle now. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Nah, uh, that's not, though. I don't see how I'm going to win this one. With that big corridor again, I told you I won, I won that one game just because of that. Yeah, I think that's a bad setup. I don't think that should be allowed. I think it should be like, unless this happens, in which case they can have to they have to be on either end. Because seriously, I mean, there's two tiles where there's no no just... Uh, Obstructions whatsoever. Obstructions. Okay, you got a card down? I got a card. Six. Yeah. Six. You're killing me here. <laughs> All right. Oh can we? God. Oh, this is awful. All right. Five. Three. So I scare your guy, which will be this guy. Uh, and then I get two actions. So I put this guy to sleep. And then I move this guy right there. Okay, so you still can't do anything, and now I have to shuffle my cards. Right. Oh, my goodness. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Okay. Wait, I'm not ready, but... 
<clears throat> My confidence isn't high here, Nicole. All right. She's basically just sitting like at the at the goal line here. I played a two. I played a four. Okay, so I get two scientists and you get two actions. So I go like that. And I get two actions. Yes. Ugh. Oh well, then I kill your scientist. Okay. And shoot, that doesn't help me. Nah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh -oh. I, am I gonna uh, kill him? I don't Wait, know. I'm not. He's not dead yet. He's not oh. dead yet. He's just been maimed. I put a scientist on the long edge of the board, right behind Mama Raptor, to try to tempt her into uh, killing into it. killing him. But now I have I have scientists bookending the exit spaces. Basically, now I can start just sort of like. Funneling people through unless, pe unless Nicole murders people. <laughs> you want to murder. You know you do. I'm going to murder your scientist, oh. and then I'm going to roar over here and corner your other scientist. That's fine with me. I'm sure it is. I think you're so tough. I'm pretty not tough. I am getting so messed over here. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You got something great, I'm sure. I have an idea. I don't know if it's great. Probably a stupid move, uh, to be honest. Okay. okay, go ahead. Three. One. Oh. So you call the baby over to you. Calling the baby over to me. Ah. Okay. That's and then terrible. I get to shuffle my I'm gonna lose. cards. I get two actions. You get two actions. So I go one. Oh, I can't. You have to wake him up and then move. I can't do anything. You won. I'm pretty sure. What do you mean? Well, I got to move over here, and that's all I can do. You're basically on the finish line, and I can't do anything about it. Couldn't you capture that one? Your guy's going to walk out of the out of the door next turn. Not necessarily. All right, fine. Are you going to capture gonna, him? I'm going to do what you do, what you're saying. I'm, you're gonna, gonna... I'm following Nicole's lead, and I'm capturing a baby. Well, don't throw the game. I'm I not. mean... Just captured a baby. Okay. Yeah, okay. You're like, yeah, I just got the best cards I could get. I think so. <laughs> you little jerk. So. I can't believe it. All right. All right, I'm switching cards. If, you, if, you're good, if you're doing good, I'm not happy. All right, four. Nine. I put this one to sleep. Dang it. So you can't wake back up this turn. Dang it. You get five actions. Okay. I eat your guy for one. Move two, three. Eat your guy for four. And I get one more, right? Yep. I can't wake him up. Oh, I don't know what to do. Because <laughs> you're going to shoot me if I do that. That's all I do. Is that it? That's it. That's all I do. Okay. Okay. Ugh. All right. Okay. Hmm. This is like the longest game of this ever. Okay. I play that card. Okay. I'm playing this card. Okay. Eight. Seven. Hmm. I wake up. My two babies wake up. Great. Wake up. And wake I get up. one whole action. So I shoot this baby and put him back to sleep. Okay. Terrible. Ugh. All right. All right, nine. Five. Okay, so you wake up two babies again. I wake up the one baby, because that's all I can do, I and you get four, four actions. Yeah, four actions. I can only do one aggressive. So there you go. So you put a baby to sleep again. Right, and moved another guy three spaces towards the mother raptor who has murdered... Six oh scientists. My gosh, at this, point. this is really I need stupid. That. I need you to 
say. Just, it's really stupid because okay. I'm not doing so, Fine. so hot here. I know what I'm doing. How are you? I'm doing this. I'm doing it. All right. I'm still shuffling my cards Okay, here, shuffle lady. your cards because I'm going to do this. <clears throat> hmm. I'm doing this. What you doing? Two. What? <laughs> I did a two as well. <laughs> that sucked. All right. I'm doing this. All right. <clears throat> I got it. Four. Six. Okay. So I put two of them to sleep. Dang it. So I can't wake him up. Right. You get two actions now. Oh, man. Okay. One, two. And I move up by you, which right. is probably a really stupid move. So she's like all the way across the entire board. Oh, it's dumb. Why did I do it? Why did I do it? Okay. I got it. This okay. is going to, yeah, I got this. All right. Nine. Eight. Great. So I put both of your scientists to sleep. And they can't wake yeah, back up, so, so I have one scared. action that does nothing. They're afraid. Ha, 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 ha. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I do that one. Oh, well, I don't want to do that. Okay. All right. Three. This is not very specific. I mean, she's all the way across your, the board. Your guys all are my guys are asleep. asleep. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. Well, you I... can't, you can't re-scare I know, them, so just, I get to stand they're just, both ooh, of them they're really up. terrified. I get to actually stand both of them up. I have four actions, and I capture your baby. <sighs> so that's one, two, three, four. Okay, and I got to shuffle, because I'm out of cards. <sighs> okay, this is very stressful. It's stressing me out. Oh, I just almost dumped my cards on the floor. I'm not a good shuffler. Mm. What? What are you grouching about? These are just hard decisions. I'm I know. sitting here. We're, we're down to. Uh, we're tied now. There's two There's escape and two baby captured. On the, on one the... baby asleep, and <clears throat> the mother is in the middle. I have two scientists that are one's on the opposite side, one's in the middle with the mother. Right. Diagonal, so you can't attack them. I played a three. I played a five. So I get my action. I go one. This is dumb. If I do that, you're gonna you're gonna kill my guy. Because you get two actions. You could just move right up and kill him. I get two actions. Right. So think about that. Because you could move up and wake him You've up, too. You've got two jeep moves. Okay. Okay. What are you doing? Um, I wish I had three jeep moves. I know you do, but you don't. It's so bad, because I'm not going to be able to block you very well. Um, I don't want you to kill oh my, my guy goodness. right now. This is so bad. I mean, we're, we're at the very end here. I know, we're close. you tried to show me your cards again. And we're at this point where if I move wrong, she's just going to have me at a at zero defense, basically. Um, That's not going to help me. Okay, this is where we all need right, the so small talk. I'm going to go all the way over here to the edge and all the way up here to there. Okay. Because otherwise you're going to just run at me and kill me. Okay, and that was your jeep moves, and I have two moves? Yes. Well, I kill your guy for one, and then I run up here for two. Okay. And block my baby from your vicious grasp. Oh, this sucks. I'm doing so bad. I'll play okay. that. I'm going to play this. Eight. Three. So you're asleep. Great. Boom, so and I you can't nothing. do anything. I'm losing this game. Oh, what do I have? Okay. <laughs> All right, I played a six. I play a nine. All right, so I get two new scientists on the sides of the board, the long end of the board. Yes. 
and then I and win then the you're game. Win the game. So congratulations, Nicole. You win the game. But I win the guess game. Guess what? What? That's one of five. Yeah. <laughs> that you won. Until... You won. You lost every other one. I know. <laughs> so there you go. That's Raptor, and uh, it ended with you know just. Definitely a push and pull there at the very end. I woke up my baby and it trotted on off the board. I don't like that. I don't like happy families. Ridiculous. That was Raptor. Now, I have to admit that when I bought this game for $30, I felt like it was priced a little too high. However, once I got to the card play and it became sort of a tactical mission red planet, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. Tactical mission red planet. Right. Think about Mission Red Planet. What do you do in that game? You select a card. Right. And then you compare numbers, and they go off in order. Okay. From lowest to highest. Right, but this is a two-player-only game. Right. That's completely different. But Sorry. it's kind <laughs> of like that. Which, yeah, okay. which Mission Red Planet is developed by who? I don't... The Brunos. Are they, is it really? Yes. <laughs> this might be one of their, wow. like, one of their cliche mechanics that they use. I don't mind it, though. I like that mechanic. Right, I do, too. It's kind of fun. So now, uh, obviously, I won, and uh, the what? What? I forgot to play my jingle. <laughs> <laughs> well, do it now, sir. Okay. We don't want to deny your jingle. <laughs> this is terrible. Hold on, I won. <laughs> God, I love my jingle. That just sucks because I won the game. <laughs> I don't care. I know I won. you won the series. Man. I won the series. <laughs> wow, you were snotty. <laughs> That's what I do best. So, what do you like about Raptor? I like that it's asymmetrical. That that it's right. There's there's different things. <clears throat> as a Raptor player, you can attack as much as you want. As a scientist, you can only attack pretty much once per turn. Yeah. But you at know? the same time, I mean, it was just as much fun playing with the scientist as the dinosaurs. Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel like I was getting ripped off when I played either role. Uh-uh. No, you both know? roles are actually very fun. And and two of our games, I mean, I will say, at least two of them played really, really tight. Mm -hmm. And the other ones were tight enough that it wasn't like a runaway victory. There mm -hmm. was still always a threat from the other player, even when the favor was seemed to kind of play into the other person's hand. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what else you like? Um, I like that mechanic with the cards. The right, and I I like how this was done too. Where since you're guessing, you know, playing against each other's number, mm -hmm. if you get a one and I get a nine, you get your effect, but I get eight actions. That's insane. Right, but I mean, there was there's cards like where I'm like, okay, if I play this six, she's probably gonna play above it, but I need two scientists on the board really bad, so I hope she plays above it. You'd play like a five. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, great. great. I get no scientists and one action. <laughs> yeah, it can really dash your plans. <laughs> right. But at the same time, you can be playing some of those higher numbers, hoping, okay, please, please play a low number because I don't want this stupid action. I can't even use this action. I, or, I use the, mechan the, the little bonus. Right. I can't use the bonus. I need those actions. And then, of course, you know, you'd ruin it. 
I love ruining things. I know for you. it's what you do best. <laughs> I think, I think one thing I really like about it is it's, it's really small. There's there's very little table space to do this. I think it you is. could pull it the off. The box isn't. The box could be smaller. Well, I'm saying that the game itself you could pull off on any card table. True. It's but it's really small. Yeah, but you I could wish... probably pull it off on like just a, a tray. You know. Yeah, but I I do wish that they'd made the box smaller. I know I'm getting to the dislikes, but I I'm wish not they'd ready made... for dislikes. Well, yet. you started. By saying how small it is, and I I like how disagree. small it is. The, the footprint of the game is what I'm talking okay. about, not the box. Okay, <laughs> okay sir. Um, I think it's uh, a really nice strategy game for for like a really nice strategy for like this little miniature game. You, uh, a lot of these miniature games have that kind of your strategy is dictated by how your dice rolls were, uh-huh. and this one's dictated by the cards in your hand, and that really mixes it up. Once again, it kind of has that. That myth sort of detachment from that dice effect thing where you're kind of, I'm playing cards because I have these cards available, so how do I make the most of these cards and see what happens on mm-hmm. the board? And I really like that. I like that it's not very difficult to learn either. Right. There's a, I mean, you have a good cheat sheet to go off of. We have little yeah. player aids that help quite a bit, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's a good use of an underused theme. Yeah. There's not not many people do dinosaurs, and especially considering how <laughs> not popular for games. But considering how popular Jurassic Park is, I'm surprised there's not more of a dinos and humans, yeah, interactivity kind of game. What? Because even just dinosaurs, you've got what dominant species and evolution. Sorry. There, I think there's like one other one. I can't remember. I was though. sick a couple of weeks ago. I'm still getting over it. Sorry. Hold on. Oh, my God. <coughs> Watch out. Hillary Clinton there. Hillary Clinton going nuts. I'm dying here. Coughing like crazy. <laughs> oh, um, I think it's really quick to learn as well without being too shallow. I, I still think there's really fun decisions That's in what your I just hand. Said. And you've got these kind of moments like these. You got pretty tough decisions. And you could hear that in the recording that I'm having these moments where it's like, if she plays too high, because especially when you're playing those lower cards, because mm-hmm. you're in such danger, especially against the Raptor player, if they get a lot of actions, they can smoke your scientists. Oh, yeah, they can eat them up quick. Right. Because the Raptors are not limited to how many right. uh, mean actions that they can do, right. but the scientists are, which I don't right. understand. Is it supposed to be like an ethics thing? I don't know. You scientists only... are only able to do one aggressive move per turn, which is capturing a baby is an aggressive move, mm-hmm. putting a baby to sleep is an aggressive move, and shooting the mother is an aggressive move. Right. And you get to do one. Running like crazy, not an aggressive <laughs> the move. The mother raptor <laughs> can eat 12 scientists if she has 12 actions, you well, know? Well, she can't have that. Most she can have is eight. <clears throat> I know. But I, I, think it's, I think it's fun. I think it has good decisions in it. I think uh, I mean, I, I think that's that's it's pretty solid right out of the box. It's yeah. a fun game, and like it's like you said, it's simple enough that that the theme may turn off your grandmother or know. Your, you know somebody who doesn't play games like a non gamer person. But it's not. I don't think so necessarily. I mean, it's not a gory game or anything. But I mean, and I, you're just they well, might go. I don't want to play with little dinosaurs on a board. Can we just play cards? Eh, maybe. They might say that. Can we just play the game of forty nine? <laughs> uh, what did you dislike? The size of the box. Okay. The size of the box should have been smaller. It's it's a right. quick little two-player game. Yeah, we they, played... could have, they could cut this box in half. Yeah, sure. and it would fit. Like, all the components would actually fit into right. it in... in a half-size Well, size sort box. of, because, like, the little uh, reference cards... Right. They don't fit 
like the they're too big they're to too big to fit wise. one way and and yeah it's just okay. poorly designed box okay extremely poorly designed I think box still i still feel like the game is slightly overpriced at seriously i gotta go turn at that 30 off. bucks we're almost slightly there. overpriced yes uh but i still think it's a pretty solid game I didn't. I don't feel ripped off at if this point, but at the being, same point, I'm like kind of going. Eh. If you consider that you're paying for the experience and not the components, yeah. Okay. The I mean, I'm going to tell you the quality of the components is it's on fine. par with Twilight Creations, which is like zombies. They're the ones right. who make zombies with the three exclamation points because uh -huh. you can yell louder times three, I guess, than the loudest you can yell. Zombies. <laughs> that wasn't even close. Oh, okay. The. Uh, but yeah, there. That's the quality of the miniatures is the same quality as the zombies in there. So they are very cheap miniatures. Yeah. Which brings me to another point that I had a problem with, which is the mother raptor's leaning to her left, and what you usually <laughs> well, she's do, running and she's skidding out. No. no. What you usually do when this happens is you you get like a, you know like in a fantasy flight game or you know any game really that I've seen up to this point is you go in and you <clears> run hot tap water onto your miniature. And you straighten them out on the base, and then you turn your tap water to cold and run it under to the cold, and it stays in place. Right. Not this one. No. Nope. I could drop Mama Raptor in boiling water, and she'd come out bent and leaning. <laughs> I think without, without 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 fire, I, I think that. <laughs> well, don't do that. She's not going to bend back. Just yeah, don't so you know. don't do that. You'll just ruin it then. So, but given that, given that I know that I know what the price of. I can. I'm just saying the, the quality of the components isn't isn't top notch. It's okay. It's okay. I that's it's that's fine. about it. It's 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 fine, but it's it's given a top notch price for a fine component. Well, here's here's something I will say. All of the scientists, and I kind of pointed this out. Um, they were all different. Like you had your little cowgirl one. I know. You I didn't had like quite a understand little guy that's why. like running with a briefcase, and I didn't quite understand why they spent money into that production. Right. Like of, there was of no 10 reason. Individual scientists who do nothing. Yeah. None of the scientists different. had individual powers. Right. So unless they were going to do an expansion or something, and then they're not different enough that I could tell who's who. Okay. So yeah, that would that made no sense. They could have probably lowered the price point if they made all the scientists the same same creature. Right. It, it didn't make sense to not do so that. So what would you say is the difficulty to teach this to a non-gamer? Eh, it's not that hard. I would say two. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Two. Yeah, it's pretty easy. It's, it's harder than Uno, but nothing special. No. Well. As far as being difficult. It is special. It's a very good game. I said as far as being difficult. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, what would you give this out of five? I'll go four. Will you? Yeah. I, I you know, you know me and my halves. I'd like to do right. a three and a half, but I'll go four because, uh, you know, I mean, a good two player game is a lot of times mm -hmm. hard to find one that especially can be taught quickly and, and, uh, played quickly. Like I could easily take right. this to lunch and have it play like taught right. and played in an hour. And this is a rare game. I'm going to give it a four as well. And this, and, and it's, it's a two-player game, only two, and it actually plays in the time that it says on the box. It oh, says yeah. 25 minutes. Uh -huh. Our recorded game was 23 minutes. Yeah. Okay. And that was actually kind of a long game. It actually played a little bit shorter right. than that on some of them. Right. 25 is like on the box, and mm -hmm. it's the maximum time. It's not, that's what your first game is going to be. Right. It's 25 minutes. So right. It gets faster from there, potentially. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good game. <laughs> right. 
So uh, that's the end of our podcast and the end of our review. Okay. Uh, that was Tabcast. We didn't 43. even do a dinosaur roar. You got to do a dinosaur roar. <laughs> do it. Right maybe, now. maybe after I get through this closing. <laughs> Disappointed. So that was Tabcast 43, and we hope you enjoyed our discussion. Uh, if you uh, have, please consider liking us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and on Instagram. To contact us directly, send emails to talkaboutboardgames at gmail.com. Now, I need to remind you that if you would like to include your opinion towards what is discussed, simply go to talkaboutboardgames.com and click on the forum button at the top left of the page. This leads you directly to our Board Game Geek Guild page. There, you can add your input into a topic such as Deserted Island Talk, or maybe the upcoming choice of a featured game review. Uh, now, we have one of those coming up next. Oh, yeah, we do. The next episode will feature an episode or a game voted on by our listeners. Selecting the most difficult board game from the list in the mm-hmm. next uh, episode, Nicole and I review the Board Game Geek rated 12th best game of all time, Mage Knight the Board Game. Thanks for listening until then. All right, go ahead and roar. How was that? <laughs> <laughs>